Blog Talk Radio. This is the year of the soldier. This is, you know, stand up or, or fall back. You know, I don't really have time to be worried about whether you fuck with me or whether you don't. You know, I, I own a brand called Zero Fucks. So like, do you think that I give a fuck whether you fuck with me or not? I fuck with you. We have a million other things that we could be talking about and we could be doing. And right now, I think that my duty is to other human beings. You don't got to fuck with me. I fuck with me. You know what I'm saying? These people that buy my brand, they fucks with me. You think that I see because if you're in such pain that you see, you, you think that everybody sees how much in pain you are. Because I'm, I'm coming out a little bit stronger this year. Like, I'm guillotining everybody. People that are coming to me to help, healing, they don't not They literally stay right here. All right, y'all, I am here, <clears throat> and today is um, March 24th, uh, 2019, and we are on Episode 2 of Church. So I wanted to, um, when we did Tell the Truth Tuesday, I wanted to make sure that we spoke about intentions, and y'all know I always quote Baba Funke with that, because I don't, I don't want to start getting into the major differences between religion and spirituality until you understand the basic common laws of life, or of life which are, <clears throat> first, do no harm unto others. Okay, that's that's not just a Hippocratic oath. That is literally, first, try not to be a trash person. And I know that it's difficult sometimes for some of us not to be a trash person because we've had a trash experience in life. Okay, so it's it's hard to be nice to somebody when you're dying on the inside. It's hard to stop drinking every day when really you're just drinking to try to get through the day because that makes sense, right? When you're when you're hurt and you're in pain, aiming on you until you literally hit that rock bottom. <clears throat> And some people think that they have hit a rock bottom, but in my experience with rock bottom, rock bottom means I have literally done everything I can to take myself off this earth aside from actually committing suicide. So I'm, you know, abusing myself with alcohol and some people drugs. I'm abusing myself with other human beings. I'm allowing other human beings to abuse me, okay? That, to me, is a death on this earth. And so the show is dedicated to my uncle Dennis, who I was obviously named after, uh who passed away uh recently. And uh the show is also dedicated to my mama who it's her birthday and the next month marks uh 6 years she's been gone from us. So <clears throat> yesterday I didn't post any pictures of my mother because I do this every year. And it wasn't because I didn't want to remember. It was just because like really my mother's everywhere. You know, and so when you start <clears throat> waking up, 
And I'm not one of those, quote, unquote, woke people that are trying to tell you about the eye of Horus and all these different things. I'm just one of those woke people that are trying to tell you to live in this moment while we have it here on Earth because we're not going to get these moments back. And if you live every day, not so much like it's your last because you don't want to project that intention into the universe because they can make that happen, uh, the universe, the gods. But if you live each day as if the last thing you said to somebody really was the last thing, then you wouldn't say a lot of the things that you say. And that's why in my world it's best to, if you mess up, apologize quickly. And y'all know how I feel about apologies. I don't believe apologies. I don't accept apologies. However, if there was a misunderstanding and there was something different in your intentions that caused you to say or do something that you did not know would hurt me or you did not know uh, would ruin my day, then, yeah, the apology might be warranted and accepted based on the fact that your intention wasn't to hurt me or your intention wasn't to betray me, okay? Now, when you're talking about matters of the heart, that's different. Nobody just wakes up and cheats. That's an ultimate betrayal. You did it. You knew what you were doing, and you did it many times. You didn't just do it one time. If you're talking behind my back on any level, and I'm going to say this also, um, if you're silent behind my back while people are talking about me, you are just as much grimy and had ill intentions as the actual people talking to me. Because, see, you know what's so funny to me is that Everybody will run around the world and and talk about other people. But people that are near and dear to me, like my kid, you know, my family members, things like that, I don't never hear anybody say anything bad about these people around me. And the reason that they won't do that is because they know I'm going to stop the situation right then and there. And and here's another common myth. Y'all think that I get on these shows on my Tell the Truth Tuesday show. My Tell the Truth Tuesday show is about me. It's about me purging and sharing experiences with y'all to let you know that, yes, I have been played. Yes, I have been abused. Yes, all these things happen to me because it's part of my healing. Not, it's not any really of your business how I choose to heal or how I choose to purge that information. So like I've told y'all before, anything I've ever said about somebody on my show, I literally said it to them first. And if I didn't say it to them 1,000, 1 million billion times, I texted it to them, I emailed it to them, wrote a letter, uh, postmarked it, did everything I needed to do to let them know first what a trash person they were. So we can't have this argument that I'm talking behind your back or I'm all these things. No, I said it directly to you. And so what we're going to talk about with intentions is this. I need you guys to understand that When you're praying, right, your intentions when you are sitting in a church and praying, right, is to get something. I am praying that there's financial abundance in my life, and I am praying that, you know, this uh, this demon of addiction gets off of me, right? I am praying that this person that is sitting next to me in this pew is, is healthy and covered, you know, language that we use in church. <clears throat> and all those things are great, but yet you turn around and when people are saying that they are spelling, right, because if it's not the church, y'all assume everything is witchcraft. And that is just a very antiquated way of, you know, discriminating against people that don't believe in what you believe in. Not anymore, okay? So praying and spelling, let's just get that out the way, same thing. 
same thing. Your church might be a building. My church might be a backyard. I don't need to get up and go physically sit in anybody's building and give them money so that I can perhaps have some blessings. Okay? Everything that you need is in you. And I'm going to say this over and over and over and over again. Doesn't your pastor tell you that the devil wouldn't be attacking you so hard if <clears throat> if he didn't have something, if you didn't have something he wanted? Okay, so I'll agree with that. But here's the thing: they also don't tell you that you have the power to stop those attacks. You have the power to say, "I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to take that drink." I'm not going to deal with this clown. I'm not going to deal with this hoe. I'm not going to deal with this person. You have the power to say that, and you don't. You want God to take that away while you continue with the same behavior that was attracting those people or attracting those places or attracting those things. You cannot do that. If your intention is to stop smoking crack, then you will stop smoking crack. Okay, but that's where that rock bottom comes in, you know, and everybody's rock bottom is different. Some rock bottom might might be that your kids turn out to be crackheads and then you see that they think what is normal, you know, because they see you doing it all the time. That might be your your rock bottom. My rock bottom is very different from everyone else's. And I had a rock bottom and I've been climbing and digging myself out of the hole ever since. Some people have to be taken away from us. Okay, I'm not talking death. I'm just talking have to go away. They have to be taken away from us in order for them to sit still. Because sometimes y'all don't sit still. You know, I, I find that in certain religions, y'all function in this very much right now, right now, right now, right now society. That's not how the universe goes. <laughs> but then you want to use verbiage like karma, which is from my belief system, Right. Karma might take a long time, right? So you can't function in this now, 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 now society. Believe in a God and yet take a gun and go kill somebody because God was just taking too long for you. You see how your intentions can't be that way? I'm not saying that you need to wake up every day and, you know, forgive your enemies. Um, That's something that they say in church. I don't forgive my enemies. In fact, I don't acknowledge them at all. If you die, you die. My intention isn't for you to die. My intention is for you to go away from me. My intention is to not speak to you. My intention is for you to have to suffer whatever repercussion it is that you need to take in the universe for betraying me or for betraying my family or for betraying my son or my my stepdad or my mom or whatever it is that you need to do. Okay? And let me explain something to you. When you go into a situation, this is another thing that we'll bring up later on into the quote-unquote what we call uh, dark arts. That's what y'all call it. You know, when people start saying, oh, I need a spell to do this, 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 and this to a person, you can't do that. You can't do that. Because what happens is is that that same energy that you're trying to place on someone else that you hope that they get this or you hope that this happens to them, I promise you, it's probably going to happen to you before it happens to them. You can't put things into – when you put something into the universe, it's kind of like throwing something in the air, right? Whatever it is, whatever your wish is, whatever your prayer is, you throw something up in the air, right? You know that it has no choice but to come down. And that's how intentions are. If you went into a relationship, okay, not knowing that someone was married, right, 
and you find out later on that that person is married. Now, you know automatically what I think of that. You need to cut that off. But if y'all are just dating, I've told y'all many, many times before, I do not, if you don't care about your girlfriend, I don't care about her either. And 100% I don't care about her if I don't know her. Now, again, I'm going to repeat this because it's, it's about intentions because I want to show y'all what y'all do. And I talked about this last week. You guys have to stop getting upset with the girl when the girl didn't owe you anything. Now, again, like I told you, if you do my eyebrows, if you bag my groceries, if you, if you whoever at my nail shop that, that does my toes, I'm not going to mess with, you know, with Wing Wong. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Okay, I will owe you that basic respect as a human, not just as your friend. You don't have to be my friend for me not to mess with your people. But my intention is that I always lead with love. I always lead with trying to um, not possess somebody, but trying to make something mine, right? So if I went into that relationship thinking that your your husband was single, which I've, I've not done that, um, that's not my issue. That's his issue. So if you're wishing bad on me because I dated your boyfriend, your boyfriend is going to get the karma, not me, because that's where the intentions came from. I don't go into any relationship, whether it's business, whether it's personal, whether it's a love relationship, with ill intentions, like, oh, I'm going to just get with this cat for money. That's too easy for me. That's too easy. Why would, I, why would I want to go into a relationship just for money when I can go get my own, A, and then B, in the end, they're going to give, it to, they're going to give me whatever I want anyway because that's how my relationships are. Just like I would do a whole bunch of things for my man, they do the same for me. So I've never had a problem in that area, okay? So when we go into situations, just keep in mind, <clears throat> whatever you are wishing on someone else that is starting a business, that just got a new car, that just did this, or you find out she's in this beautiful and loving relationship and you're not. If your intentions for that person are bad, that's why your life is a mess. If you look around at your life and your life is a mess, you need to stand still in that and ask the gods, what did I do that caused me to be in this situation? And I guarantee you, if you sit there and you think about it long enough, you don't got to meditate because we'll get into that later, but sit there and think about it long enough, you know what? I did talk trash to this girl online. I did steal this from my job. I did, you know, embezzle this money over here out this person's wallet. I do, you know, cheat on my boyfriend. Things like that. There is karma associated to that each and every time you do it. Don't ever think that these people that are out here, the Tristan Thompsons and, you know, all those people are not going to suffer some sort of karma. Last I checked, I don't even think that man is playing in the United States anymore. It is a slow and, and painful death when you have to start answering to the things that you have done in this world. That's why I try to keep it clean. And y'all always want to say, like, oh, she's evil, she's this. No, I'm reciprocal. I reciprocate. That same energy that's given to me, I give it right back to you and you don't like it. That's my favorite thing in the world, and I just posted a J. Cole uh, quote about that. You know, people don't like when you treat them how you treat them, but I got one better for you. I just won't talk to you at all. You'll suffer, not me, because you'll spend the rest of your life stalking my pages, listening to my shows, and being upset, and I'm just moving on with my life just trying to get rid of the thought or the residue of you. Now, let's get into a conversation about triggers. So now that y'all understand that intentions are literally like, literally anything that you throw in the air, it has to come back down. So choose your words wisely, choose your actions wisely, choose who you spread your legs 
um, to wisely choose who you put your face in, wisely men, okay, because you are starting a karmic relationship with somebody. If you went into a relationship, and that's why here, like, let me give you an example. You ever see people that left these relationships that they've been in for 10 years, 15 years, not married, whatever, and then they turn around and they get married to somebody in six months? You ever wonder why those relationships continuously prosper, even though everyone is like, oh, my God, that's so messed up, da-da-da-da-da? Those relationships prosper because your man and some other woman led with love. And you allowed him to come home to you knowing that the love was not there in the capacity that it was when y'all first started. You allowed him to waste your time and you allowed that man to do whatever he wanted to do and not suffer a consequence. So guess who gets that consequence? You do. Because you didn't lead with love. Love is not the same thing as tolerance. And a lot of you are in tolerance, not love. And I will never accept anything less than what I deserve. The minute that I feel that the love is gone, I'm gone. And that is a number one principle across the board. Yes, of course, I've stayed with people longer than maybe what I should have. But I, listen, you don't get to waste my time for decades. You don't get to do that. And that's very, you know, predominant, especially in the Latina community, that you'll see somebody, you're like, oh, that's aunt so-and-so and that's uncle so-and-so, but they ain't married. And then all of a sudden, Uncle So-and-so go get somebody pregnant, and then he end up with her, and then Aunt So-and-so done gained all this weight. She done had all these babies. You understand what I'm saying? And then he leave her, Chuck, you know, stuck like Chuck, and she just over there looking pitiful, and everybody feels sorry for her when really she should be feeling sorry for herself and then pull herself together and understand that had you left this man when the feeling first started fleeting, y'all wouldn't be four and five kids later because, baby girl, that's not love. You can't tell me that you love somebody and you won't commit to them. Marriage is just a piece of paper. That's what people say, but so is money, and y'all still get up and go to work for it every day. So stop playing with me. Men do. One thing I've noticed about men, especially grown men, they do not care what you think. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. If the man wants to be with you, there is literally nothing and nobody on planet Earth that is going to stop him from being with you, that's going to stop him from marrying you and taking you off the market so that other men cannot be with you. There's nothing that's going to change that, and I've seen it, okay? Now, let's get into triggers. So I had a, uh, I had a situation um, about two weeks ago where – you know, I always tell people your body will always remember what the mind is trying to forget. And a lot of people keep going down these slippery slopes because they're not learning to identify their triggers. And a trigger is something that, especially with people with post-traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, that is very life-threatening because it signals for your brain and your body to get into fight-or-flight mode. Okay, and you're either going to repeat the same behavior that you use to cope with that mechanism or you're going to create a new one. Until you learn to create a healthy way of dealing with your trauma and dealing with your pain, you're going to continue to suffer. So I was at a soiree, and, you know, everything is great. Everyone is having a good time, and there was an incident. And this particular incident, it, it literally was the first time that I watched one person trigger an entire room of people, literally triggered about 12 people in that room, male included, especially male. And it, you know, snowballed into this whole situation. Nobody was hurt, not, you know, not too badly. And um, 
we ended up having to do some crisis management things and, you know, everyone left the soiree and, you know, we had to really think about what really happened. And it had to do with a male-on-female abusive issue, just sparked out of nowhere. And the thing is, is that it was the first time that I had ever um, stood in what was going on and Yes, I was making sure that the female was okay, but my concern was that the male counterpart would be jumped or be attacked because of what he had done. And um, it was the first time that I actually put myself in the line of fire in order to calm this person down because I'm identifying with his triggers, which triggered everyone else in the room, and it could have really ended horribly, and it didn't, so I'm thankful. But... What I learned was um, seeing the young lady being, you know, um, attacked, we'll say, uh, did something to me in the sense that I immediately obviously want to defend her and want to fight him and all these other things. And it just goes to show you, and I'm going to say this, and this is no dig at black men, it just goes to show you how unprotected we as women are in society, black, white, and different, it doesn't matter. We are so unprotected that my first instinct when I saw this girl being attacked was to hit the man. And then I realized I didn't have to do that because other men were in the room, you know. And you underestimate, the, like one of the things that I talk about in my book, Stay in Your Lane, A Diary of a Hot Mess, it's on Amazon and Kindle, is that, Because I grew up with a father, you know, and I have uncles and I have brothers, there is a certain level of protection and peace that that affords me. But it never protected me when I was in abusive situations, right? So I always had to fend for myself because the the person that is telling me that they love me the most is the person that's hitting me or is the person that is abusing me or is the person that is, you know, physically trying to take me off the earth. So it was just... Very, And I said thank you to everybody that was there because it was very um, endearing to see literally six men jump up like, yo, this ain't happening today. Not today, not tomorrow, not any day, and, y- and y'all need to go, okay? And it's just it just triggered something else in me, like a sense of peace, like we're amongst friends, we're amongst family, and I didn't have to fight somebody because I'm always trying to – Um, self-abuse myself, I guess, uh, with other people's pain. And that's part of being an empath is taking on other people's pain. And in that particular moment, even though I was triggered, I didn't take her pain on because everybody had to accept responsibility for what happened in that moment, which I'm not going to speak on too much more. Um, But everyone was triggered. And so in that moment, I just became very frightened because, you know, You never know when you walk into a situation if you're drunk or if you're high or if you're on other substances, things that you can say or do that are going to trigger other people to beat you down to the ground. You might be playing. Some people are not. Like, I don't play like that. Don't put your hands on other people. Everything everything is good. You can walk past me a million and one times and stare me down. Ladies and gentlemen, I will never care. Just don't touch me. And don't attempt to disrespect me, whether I'm at work, if I'm with my kid. Yeah, I I feel like an encaged animal. 
like, and y'all are throwing paper planes at me when you do stuff like that, whether I'm at work or whether I'm with my kid or with my family. I feel dangerous like that if you trigger me to do the wrong thing, that it's just going to all come out. And then I have to remember I'm here with my kid. I'm at work. I'm, you know what I mean? So I'm never going to react or respond in those incidences, not in a violent way. Oh, I'm going to respond, but it won't be violent. We're too old to be out here, you know, falling victim to our triggers. So, like, for example, if you're an alcoholic and you're trying to stop drinking, you probably shouldn't go to a bar. This just this sounds simple, right? But it's not. If you know that crowds of people cause you great anxiety, you might just want to watch the concert on TV until you get that, you know, until you get that under control. And so this week, you know, I was having a hard time trying to figure out, like, why I wanted a glass of wine, why I wanted, you know, certain things. And then I was like, I, I said yes to this wonderful charity event yesterday. Um, shout out to Samika Sullivan over at Packer Court. She had an excellent event, raised thousands of dollars for kids um, for their summer program. We were auctioned off. We had a private chef, Bobby Anderson, came through and uh, cooked for us. And it was just, it was a great time. And then I literally was drinking, which, you know, not a big deal, right? But because it is my mother's birthday, there were a lot of triggers could have went off that didn't. And so I'm so thankful that now, six years later, I'm able to celebrate her day without having complete sadness and feeling like I need to be completely obliterated and feeling like I need to um, address things because I don't. All I need to do and all you need to do to get past your triggers is be better than what you said you were going to do yesterday. So when things are triggering you, you you understand that when people talk about, you know, the devil is a liar and the devil is this and the devil is that, sometimes it's not the devil. Y'all give the devil way too much credit for things that you started yourself. So when you start looking within and saying, did I really put myself in a position where I could be triggered that's going to cause me to punch this man in his face, and you understand what I'm saying? Your intentions, right? If you went to Walmart, no, I got one better. If you went to um, the liquor store to buy something, right, a bag of chips, but you were triggered because there was all this liquor in there, don't you think you could have went somewhere else to buy a different bag of chips if you knew that it was going to make you want to drink? So I was triggered all week. I was not with you know, with with the with the shits, and I said I wasn't going to cuss too much because it was Sunday, but I was not with the shits all week. And I kept myself in this little bubble because I didn't want to be triggered because it wouldn't have been anybody else's fault as to why I responded in the way that I responded. It would have been my fault because I'm internalizing pain. That's all a trigger is, is internalized pain that other people may or may not see. You know, my grandmother, Audrey May, and bless her soul, too. She'd been gone for a while. And I remember when I was young, everybody knew I was always violent. Everybody always knew I was explosive. And um, just because from fighting men my whole life, literally, every abusive relationship, these are punishments, ladies. When you stay in abusive relationships, I don't care if it's verbally, I don't care if it's physically, you're punishing yourself for something. Whatever it is, let it go. Because you wouldn't be triggered if you weren't continuously punishing yourself on a daily basis for whatever it is that you allowed to happen. We always want to blame everybody else, and I'm telling you, if you're being triggered by something, address it so that it doesn't continue triggering you in the way that 
it should. So that's how I knew this week that I was healing is because that incident could have literally caused several arrests, several, like a lot of people could have got hurt. Everybody handled it. Everybody was their gender that day, okay, except for the, the you know, the people that were fighting. And it, it was none of my business. That's another thing. Sometimes we keep getting this karmic reaction because we keep sticking our nose in stuff that's none of our business. So, like, I used to lurk on exes' pages, and my intentions were because I wanted to see how they were doing or I wanted to see if they was doing bad or if they, you know, all these things. That's just too much energy. So that's why I find it so funny when people lurk my pages or listen to my shows. I would want to have nothing to do with me. If I am all the things that you said I was, I'm ugly, I'm raggedy, I'm broke, I'm all these things, right? Why would you want to be concerned with what I'm doing? Because you love me. That's why. Male, female, doesn't matter. Because you care. See, I don't care enough about you to make fake pages and send my friends to go look at your pages while you're sitting at work, supposed to be doing something else. I'll almost get caught with your cell phone out. I don't have time to be doing that because I don't care enough about you to want to have ill intentions towards you because I literally don't care. I have 50 million other things that I need to be worried about in a day, and you are, are not one of them. You know, And that doesn't mean that I get up and I, I, I believe in rainbows and unicorns every single day. I believe in the nightmare that we call life. I believe that we can wake up from that nightmare whenever we put our mind to do it. And it's not always mind over matter. Sometimes there is a chemical imbalance, and, you know, you guys, we're going to get into mental health and all that later on, but I want to talk about you guys being in control of your intentions. Whatever you put out has to come back. And so a lot of you are not going through storms and going through all these problems. You are exacting a karma. You are finishing out your karma. My karma bank is so full of goodness right now that I, I'm, I'm not owed any ill will from anybody. So if you don't like me, that's really your problem. I'm triggering you because I remind you of something that you don't like or a time when things were not happy. These are things that are not my problem, and you shouldn't make it your problem either. So, guys, thank you for turning in, tuning in to Church Episode 2. You know, in life, you have to understand that some people you just can't help. The only person that you can help is yourself. And so the best thing to do is to let it go. Like when you feel like you want to punch somebody in the face because they triggered you, look at that as a test. Look at that as, you know what, this ain't the devil. This ain't nothing but a test. Mercury's in retrograde. Y'all trying me right now. I'm not even going to punch this man in his face. You men. That, that's what you have to do. If you know that this girl comes in and bothers you all the time while you're in there trying to make fries at your McDonald's job, do the opposite of what you think she's going to do and get over that trigger. Because once you start handling your triggers and you start setting your intentions and you start with gratitude, wake up every day and say thank you. Learn to say thank you to people for no reason. If you guys look at my post for the last two years and almost every single post I put, I'm thankful. And there's a reason for that. You can go back and look at all of them for the last two years because I'm trying to heal from things that we don't talk about. And you know what I had to do? I had to let it go. And I had to say things like, you know what, I'm going to let spirit do with you what it's going to do. Because the karma that you think you're exacting on somebody, A, is going to come back to you, and it's never as good as when you let it go and you let the gods deal with the people that have harmed you, that have abused you, that have raped you, that have robbed you. Let the gods do their job. Let your God do their job. 
let it go. And I'm going to leave you all with that. Make sure you tune in to Tell the Truth Tuesday. Happy birthday, Mama and Uncle Dennis. Change of mind. 